dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. Podcast Sunday, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Episode 119. 119. That's a lot of episodes. That's a lot of work. That's definitely, a lot of definitely. listening pleasure. Go back and listen to some of them. Please do. We got some gems on there. Classic gems. Classic Absolutely. Gems. Five stars on iTunes, by the way. Yes, 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 we yes. We on SoundCloud. We out here doing numbers. Definitely. But we got a guest in the building, Killer. Yeah, this little bro right here, little little big bro. What's good? They're with killing it? the city, man. The homie DJ Tay's in the building. Hey, what do, DJ fellas? Tay. Yes, What's sir. good, bro? Man, good to be back home, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah man. Before we get into that, man, let's rewind. Let's rewind. Let's go oh, all okay. the way oh, back. <laughs> Who is DJ Tay, and how did he become DJ Tay? Yeah, DJ Tay, real name Dante Williams, um, with the Wayne. Uh, got in DJing what back in 2005, 2006. Yeah. Uh, yeah, under my dude OPZ. Shout out OPZ. Hey. See how that happens? Hey. OPZ out here building squads. That's, that's <laughs> big bro. Big bro right there. But yeah, man, I uh, I got it with him. I was in the clubs. I was a dancer, you know, mm-hmm. back then. Pop, lock, pop, and drop pop, it, lock, right? Man. You wasn't yeah, stripping, I was, right? I was undefeated. <laughs> no, yeah. not, not the stripper. <laughs> But yeah, I, I got into it with him, man. Just I just went up to him and told him I wanted to DJ, and he just took me under his wing and had my other big bro Kev. He was there with me too, yeah, through the whole process. So yeah, what like sparked know. it in you? Like you just was dancing one night in the yeah, club, I mean, and you like, man, I mean, music is just I just love music, period. So the dancing part that's just that was just simple, and then just switching over to DJing, it was just a no brainer on the yeah. music side. So that's dope. That's yeah. dope. I know you uh been kind of you know in the A now, yeah. and uh, I, I just yeah. want to you know touch on that that uh that leap of faith. You know when you when you got a name somewhere in your city, you know you're right. doing your thing, and then you have to move on or chasing your dreams, and you right. move on to that next uh next next dream. You know for a DJ, it's kind of like you know a barber or someone that works for the community. You got to start all over, and I just kind of wanted to talk about that grind that's going on right, right now right, in the right. A for that you. Was, that was the mindset, though, chasing my dreams. I just wanted to take it a step further. So, yeah, I mean, I've been DJing around the city for like in there fourteen years. Yeah, real, so I just moved, just moved to Atlanta and just try to try to take it a step further. How and you so, making connections down there in the A? Ah, uh, man, just getting around, just networking, going to all the clubs and the bars. And got it. Got the little situation with Black Ink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. describe a situation you at a club or whatever, because I know you know strip clubs is heavy down there. Right, so right. What, you, I, you just walk in the building. I just like, walk in there hey, like I'm DJ Nah, nah. I just walk up in there, man. I just, I just, just check out the vibe and ask who the manager is, and just, just try to build a relationship. Just let them know who I am, and yeah. I can come in free. Give you a demo, DJ right on the spot, and that's that's how it happened, really. Really, because yeah. I know a lot of DJs and a lot of independent artists run into like roadblocks when they go to other towns or whatever. Because right. you know everybody is into the 
entertainment business. Everybody's a DJ. Everybody's an actor. Everybody's a manager. Mm -hmm. Everybody does this and everything like that. So what do you do to make yourself stand out? Because to actually get those opportunities, like, yeah. there's got to be something about you to make them want to give you a chance. Because, yeah. I mean, you are new. Right, you know, right. They've yeah. never seen your face right. before. Yeah. Right. Man, that was just just showing my, just being me. Like, when I get on the tables, bro, I just, I play different music. I got a different style, I think, to some certain DJs. Mm -hmm. So, and they just love me off of that. I did one night, I DJ for him for like two hours, and then he called me back like that next day, like, man, we want you every Saturday, Friday and Saturday. Dope. It was at the spot called Dugan's in Stone Mountain. Nice. On Memorial Drive. So, so I was blessed with that, man. That was that was like right off the gate when I got down there, like a month in. So. Okay. So, yeah. And talk about a residency like that. Like, yo, something you know you got in your pocket mm -hmm. everywhere in Killer, you can speak to yeah. it as well. Like, something you know for sure, like, I'm spending on Friday, every Friday. Yeah. That's a guaranteed X amount of dollars. Like, that's like a, a weight off a of DJ's shoulder to definitely. know that they got right. their income coming in every week. Definitely, exactly. definitely. I know for me, um, having, having you know, when I was locked in with you know, Club Cream and I was locked in with Evolution and I was locked in at Michael's, like, having those... Those super mega parties that you knew, oh, uh, first Friday, of, you know, next month gonna be, you know, just as jumping as this one, and you, you kind of, you kind of start building up your fan base, you start building up your your skill level on just the simple fact of like, you, you're responsible for like, okay, I know May was jumping, and yeah. I, I want June to jump, but I don't want to play May's playlist, so I gotta dig in more and find some more of the new music. So like, you're challenging yourself to keep, keep, keep up. Keep mm, up right, with, right. with everything that's moving, so it's mm -hmm. it's a blessing to get to get locked in like that. But then you gotta remember it's a blessing month three, month four, month five <laughs> when you giving up your Fridays to go with your boys here or your Saturdays. You know you 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 you're missing college football, missing missing all the all the fall the sports that we love. You know, right. but it's a blessing to have that. For you know, my opinion for sure. So, I wanted to ask you, man, your grind, man. I'm not going to front at all. I'm going to keep my podcast. I keep it real on the pod. Hey. Uh, there's been hundreds of times where I've either been at a gig, preparing for a gig, and needed something new. And who do I call on? I call on DJ Tay. <laughs> Tay, Tay keeps up with it, I think, better than anyone around here. I mean, he, he, he always got the new one. He always got, yo, this one, trust me. And then 12, 12.45, when you think about that, oh, yeah, Tay said play this. I'm about to play it. And the crowd go, Tay wins again. You know, like, <laughs> that's how that's how I, you know, my experience is. But I just want to talk about how your daily grind with keeping up with everything because people don't realize for a DJ, not only are we performing for you when you're drunk and having a good time, right, but right. all week long we, we're trying to get ready to perform for you. So keep yeah. up with your, like, talk about your grind on the, the daily grind of keeping up with the yeah. music. Well, for me, like every day, I know it's new music every day, so yeah. I try to download as much as new music as I can or listen to. Yeah. So. And albums too. So I listen to all of that every day. I check out my website. I got like five different websites I go to to get music. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's an everyday grind, man. Because, I mean, in today's culture of music, there's new music dropping literally every day, every, every single day. day. And it's to fast. know a song, and then, you know, you, like you said, you, DJ at different spots that have different vibes. So mm -hmm. maybe you gotta have the newest Gucci, or maybe you gotta have the newest Janelle Monet on right. deck, and you gotta know it because you get a request from Shorty Doo-Wop saying, "I want to hear that new Janelle Monet," and you like, "Uh, mm -hmm. I got yeah. the first album, right? Right? <laughs> right. right. Came right. out last week, like, right. <laughs> like ouch!" 
it's it's such a it's such a grind to yeah. keep up with it. I know I I, I kind of look at it sometimes like when you like pushing back homework for fun shit, and then you gotta <laughs> then, then right. you gotta then you gotta grind up and do your homework before Monday. Like yeah. that'd be you know all week long I had time to do it, and then Thursday and and early Friday I'm like open up the record pool and got 96 new songs to right. to decipher on well, which one I need to grab right now, which one I need to, you know, it's a process. Yeah, like missing a day, <laughs> missing a day or two is crucial. Yeah. Like you got to go back, like, it really all is. those songs that you missed. I've had numerous times where I don't open up the record pool and it'd be like 145, and I'm like, that's got to go through all these songs, listen to them. <laughs> Number yeah. one, I like to go through them, make sure they clean, if, yeah. if they say they clean. Right. Yeah. And then I got to, you know, decipher, okay, that can go. They got a good vibe, or it's more of a you know I'm a logic you know speaking my mind song, or you know right. you gotta go through all that decipher where you putting it in your playlist, you know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. all day, every day grind for sure, for sure. That's why I charge what I charge. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, you talk about Black Ink, man. How'd you hook up with C's and the crew down there? Man, Black Ink, Black Ink, bro. I, I went in there one day and they had an event going on. It was a um. Where they got all the vendors and stuff, like a pop-up shop. Okay. And they had a DJ there, but he didn't have all his equipment. And I told him, I had a wireless mic for you. I'll bring it back tonight. So I went there, and then I just asked if I can get on, join with him. And I, we was going back and forth, and they was fucking with me since then. Oh, that's how you do it. Shoot, shoot the shot. Shout out to DJ yeah. for yeah. getting yeah. their stuff. Shoot the shot. At any shoot given time, man. Yeah. So yeah. I met C's. I met Sky. Sky, she's the same person like on TV. She's, she she ain't just like that. <laughs> she cool though. I met her younger son. She she lived with him. She got a house in Atlanta and Miami. I met her mom. She down there too. So the shade and just moved shop from down there in New York. They yeah. packed up and bounced. I don't blame them, dog. I don't blame them, man. At all. Yep. So how is it working with them though? I mean, like like what's the vibe like? Is it really how it is on TV or is it just well, like? They do a lot of uh, parties in the shop. I did one party this past summer. We did it, uh, a pool party. They rented out one of them football players' mansions. We had the uh, party out there. Um, but other than that, they do it at the uh, shop. It just be same, yeah. same stuff. So will we have a cameo from DJ Tay on season, yeah. what, season nine we on or something? <laughs> I think so. Oh! Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but uh, they they usually don't record in Atlanta. Okay. They do most of their recording in New York, and he just opened up a shop in New Orleans, so he about to do a lot of recording down there this season. Okay, so, nice. Yeah. Be on the lookout for the yeah. boy Tay, man, on on VH1, making a fool of himself. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted get the bag, get the bag, get the bag. I wanted to ask you too, man. Yeah. So I I enjoy when we have my DJ brothers up here. Yeah. I like to ask them. You had to pick one. Party in the city over all the years you've been rocking. It's not about you know we're not favoritism and like that. Just right, the right. one event that you was like, yo, that shit was so cold. Is there one event that DJ Tay has has done that you feel that way about? Um, I would say that the uh, the black tie. We got the Kettering Tower. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, that the first, first one, man. That was that was that, lit, man. I remember that one because uh. There's a classic picture of me with half my belly hanging out and my phone <laughs> in the air, shirt sweated through, tie on the neck, 
And I'm I'm taking a picture of oh as he's hyping up that last 30, 45 minutes, he was getting the getting the party hype. That was that it was just one of those things where it was like, Where's Kev that, Nash? That you know? Rub it in my face. Where's Kev Nash? I was that white boy that didn't make it, man. I heard I, I've heard the, the first black tie was the most epic, epic behavior of all oh, time. Oh man, it man. was solid. It was uh one of those things where like you walk in and you got you got an option, you know, you you got the I want to be a little a little bougie for the first couple hours and keep my stuff fresh. I'm gonna go on this side, right, right. still turn up but not sweat everything out yet. Then you go in the other room and it's like the main event. You know, it's like yeah. walk in, it's dark, it people too, screaming, man. sweating. It's like it was one of those just vibe. And I remember we had like four DJs, so somebody would be rocking. I got time to you know mingle. Yeah. I go check on Tay, Tay, and I got three or four buttons unbuttoned. <laughs> he over there rocking out and OPZ in the middle of the floor hyping. It was just like it brought all that yeah. all that good energy that you dreamed about and missed from your younger college, you know, yeah. adult life. Yeah, it brought all that back for sure. It was super <sighs> solid, man. We we definitely missed you. That's a crazy thing, man. So you moving around the city though. So what brings you back to Dayton, man? I know you kind of were in the A, yeah, and then you were back and forth in the A. So are you officially back in Dayton? Well, right now I'm here for a couple months. Okay, I got a few gigs coming up, but I, I still go back and forth. Like I'm gonna be back down there for AC3. Okay, in Atlanta. So yeah, man, I'm, I'm keeping moving, man. Straight down <laughs> 75. Huh? Yeah, it ain't nothing but a straight shot. <laughs> straight shot to the A, man. Where you spending that on the rag now? I'm at the Taste down in Trotwood. Mm-hmm. We're doing football Sundays. He just started that. Um, sometimes Mondays, too. I don't know for sure if he's going to do that. But he's giving me my own night, too. Nice. So I'm going to try to do that on Wednesdays. Nice. Not sure what I want to do, but that's going to be an emotion. So. Yeah. Damn. Tay out here, man. Give me your social to, media, man, man yeah, so yeah, they can media. keep up. Social and... media, Instagram, DJ Tay334. That's the at DJ Tate three three four. What's the three three four for? That's uh, Montgomery, Alabama. That's where I was born. Okay, ah. that's where all my family's from. Okay, so. I thought I knew that, but yeah, uh, yeah. you know, my dad's still down there. My whole family's still down there. Nice. That's why he always got that southern swag in his music. Yeah, yeah. 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 Tay out here. Aha. Yeah, yeah. Aha. Military brat, so I, we moved up here. So yeah. okay, nice, okay, nice. Hey man, I wanted to ask you about uh, your son. You and your son yeah. share the exact same birthday, yes, right? Sir, May twenty first, man. <laughs> yep. So describe that that moment coming to father, not only on your own born day, but right, right. <laughs> it's a celebration for him now. It is, and not even probably people don't even really celebrate your birthday no more. Right, now. It's, <laughs> it's, all, it's all about him, man. Yeah. And shout out, I got I got three kids. I got okay. I got two girls too. Okay, honesty and Madison too. Nice. This guy, this guy's the man out here in these Having, streets, man. Yeah, I, my friends that have boys, I ain't gonna lie. I'll be like, I know y'all out there like. Planning that jump shot for him, and y'all y'all planning yeah. the planning the the you know ten t- ten down and cut left right for the catch. Like y'all, y'all out there just having a ball, and my daughter's just like we're Peppa Pig and Dora, and I'm like, come on, let's get out here, let's get outside. But I, I see I, I you all, the, you be having karaoke night on your on your I, Snapchat. I have to I have to find ways to entertain myself. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. When a house full of women, you know, sometimes you know. The vote on what to watch, the vote on what to eat, the vote on anything. I'm outnumbered, so so I have to sometimes uh, get on their nerves. And, and I'm that dad. I'm the dad that come in the room at seven o'clock to wake you up. But I'm playing, you know, one of Tay's mixes to turn them up, or yeah. you know, I'm playing, I'm playing some old school just to for me to act crazy and get on their nerves. I uh, 
fuck with my kids a lot. So <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely do. Tay, I wanted to ask you, man, what is it like chasing your dreams for yourself? You know, not not necessarily, you know, chasing the nine to five or what people think is the norm, but still out here surviving. I know for me it's a daily grind, it's a monthly grind, it's a it's a check the check grind. You know, I'm right. not going front like I'm out here balling. Right. If I was balling, I wouldn't have my toes out right now. <laughs> but uh, I just want to just talk about the daily grind of being a DJ and chasing your dreams, man. Daily grind, man. It's I mean, it's it's a rough road, man. But yeah. I, I love it, man. I love music. This is what I do. This is what I love to do. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep going until something shakes, man. I can feel it. Yeah, it's coming definitely. It's coming, man. How does uh? independent slash local artists approach a DJ mm. to get their music played at mm. 12 o'clock. <laughs> mm. Mark, mark this minute so I can come back and hear this reply. Man, that's, man, the presentation got to be right, man. Mm-hmm. But I don't know about getting played at 12. <laughs> you might throw some ends in there, man. I, I got to hear it first. For, yeah. for real, though, I got to listen to it first to see how it is, what the quality is, what's, what, what is it, you know? Mm-hmm. So if a dude approach you like, yo, what's up, man? I'm MC So So. Uh, I gotta join him. It's flyer, man. I'm the next thing. I'm this. I'm that. I'm the third, man. Dude. What's up, man? Play my joint. Man, like I said, man. <laughs> <laughs> but now, nah, man, I, for real, though, I gotta listen to it. I, I want to see the presentation. Is it got a cover? Is it, you know what I'm saying? What the quality sound like? Is it mastered? Mm-hmm. So, that's know. huge though because when you people you know I, I, I said this a few times but people when you building a, a party up and you you know you got the ladies out first and you got the you right. know you got the guys buying the drinks and everybody's having the ball and then everybody partying and then somebody that brings a song that only you and your carload of people that came know you know I'm taking a risk on my end on that whole vibe saying hey let's go to the bar let's Let's run outside and smoke yeah. something real quick. Like, so now everybody scatters. Then I got to build them back. So, like, it's important as for a DJ to, number one, keep keep the vibe going, keep the, what I call the roller coaster going. Mm-hmm. But when you drop in something that nobody knows, it, it could be detrimental to your night. You know, you right. have to, I had to learn the hard way in some gigs where, you know, somebody come up to me when we play their song. I kind of put it in. I can find somewhere to put it. I play it. And it's like, you and your boy out there with your drink having a good time. And it's like, that's not that's not what we're here for, you know? Dance floor yeah. full of dudes. Never never a good thing. So that's another thing, though. I, I Like, I would play, like, if it's, like, early, mm-hmm. early at night, just, just yeah. to get new songs in, like, probably a verse or two. But, like, during, like, power hour, like, 12. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, no, no. But, uh, Brother Tay, yes, who's sir. your football team? Eagles. It, oh, you a champion. I've been liking the Eagles since Reggie White. Oh, you a champion. Oh, okay, yeah. fly, Eagles, fly. Okay. Yeah. I'm a Steelers. Yeah. yeah I'm, we we two over here, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, ben let's rally, talk about it. Rally burger. <laughs> we undefeated, too. Yeah. Y'all are? Yeah. We we oh, oh and one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we, hey, we just got Braxton Miller. We just got Braxton Miller, though. I saw oh, yeah, that. I, I did saw see y'all that. Yeah. the homie, man. That's I saw that. Wayne Love. Uh, yeah. So what y'all gonna do this year on that football field? Y'all going back to back? Oh, when we get Winston back, man, it's, it's, it's over. So <laughs> okay. What about you, Mister Two and O? Well, you know, we got a soft Sunday today. Uh, you know, kind of sit back and see the competition, see what's out there. Yeah, y'all always start out you like know, this stuff. We uh, that's that's a fact. That's a fact. We, we, we have had some good regular seasons that have meant nothing. 
So for me, I of course I'm enjoying it. You know, it's a very uh, far and few between that we have uh, this type of two and zero start. We've had them, but it ain't like every year. But for me, nothing matters to January because if we can't get that playoff win, if we can't get over that hump, being thirteen and three or being whatever don't matter if you losing. In the playoffs, I heard that so. from every Bengals fan because I hit up all my Bengals yeah. fans. I got a lot of Bengals fans that I rock with, man. I hit them up like when y'all was blasting the Ravens on Thursday. I was like, man, y'all looking good, dog. I might be gonna front, yeah. And it's like it don't matter to the playoffs. It don't. Everybody, everybody <laughs> more right Cause, now. Cause with we the Bengals, we've been man. so punched in the face so many times, thinking <laughs> this is the one, and then January on the couch. So, so Tay, you have been a dope DJ for a long time. But let's keep it real. You haven't always been a dope DJ, right? You're right. I haven't. <laughs> I let's have... talk about a bad night. You have, what's what's a bad night for uh, DJ Tay? What was your worst night spending? I say a bad night. Um, I probably had cream. Like that, my first time spending with Opie's, and when he let me just the, like open them up for him, I done had some bad times, man. <laughs> well, what happened? Uh, either playing a wrong song or playing a song too long. Like I wasn't like really down with the technical of the DJing, like a bursting out, maybe two verses in the course and out. Uh-huh. I would play the whole song. Till the needle pop. Needle <laughs> pop till it's fading fade out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nigga, next. <laughs> but yeah, stuff like that. But I learned, though. Yeah. How do like, you bounce back from a bad night? Man, just, just learning from your mistakes. Like, if a song that you play and the crowd ain't feeling it, change it. Mm-hmm. Don't let it play. Yeah, yeah. immediately. Stuff yeah. like that. I done learned all of that. How do you know if the crowd's feeling it? Like, even just like after, I don't know, a verse. Like, if, if they walk into the bar, <laughs> just standing there or just looking at you, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure, man. It That's is. a lot of pressure. I mean, I mean, you talk about uh, like the black tie where it's over 500 people, but you're a seasoned vet by that time. Mm-hmm. When you spending that cream, when it's. You know what I'm saying? A thousand people throughout the night, mm-hmm. and you a rookie at it. Like, talk oh, about the pressure. Definitely, it definitely. I know for for me, I had the same the same type of story. I was at Cream, and I had got I had been sitting under O, and like just really just sitting there on a Saturday and just watching, not so much how people are partying, but how the partying is being created. So mm-hmm. that's what I was there to see, and I would sit with them and watch and watch, and then finally I got you know somebody asked me and they offered me like a, like a Friday. So it was like a Friday, my first time by myself in that booth. I had no laptop, just straight CDs, CD books with the CDs. with the playlist on the front. <laughs> and it's like, instead of me being able to scroll through a thousand songs real quick and figure out what I want to play, I'm flipping pages like, and mm. it's just it's just all looking at it's looking like you know scribble scrabble. I'm just yeah. brain is locked. I keep looking at the 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 CDJ like I got a minute and a half left and nothing nothing queued up and you start panicking and then you're like uh uh yeah. uh, uh, uh young money you know <laughs> <laughs> Why, anything, so much anything. to think about because I, I had a full blown where my brain just couldn't I couldn't I couldn't hear it I couldn't feel it and I just was lost and I'm playing songs for probably about a half hour and a smoke I'm mean, smoke still lived here and uh, he knew it was like my first big gig he was coming out to support he came on the early side. And he just saw the stress in my face. And <laughs> instead of him coming to, like, quote, unquote, enjoy the night with me, he full-blown went into work mode. And, like, him, Doc, they back there going through the CD books. Like, 
oh, that's a good one. Play number seven on this one. You know, I'm getting a seven and playing it. Like, just I, I needed help. You know, so that that was like my my, my one night where I was quote unquote kind of like trying to cheat the game and thinking you ready but not ready, thinking you got it but you don't realize it's more than just playing three or four minute songs all night. It's a if you wanted to be something. You know, playing that 100 BPM song and that 60 BPM song back to back is gonna change the vibe. You know, it's gonna yeah. make it's gonna make the girls stop shaking their ass fast, and now they wanna, you know, we gonna we gonna smooth it out and yeah. then smoothing it out leads to well, let's do something else. <laughs> <laughs> let's see what's going on exactly. in the other room. Exactly. Let's go see the strippers on the other side. When do you know that you got it? When do you know you got it? When do you know that you can handle a party by yourself? Handle a club all by yourself with no help. When do you know you got it? Yeah, when you got that crowd control. Mm-hmm. You can control them from the beginning to the end. Yeah. Anywhere you go, they go. It's just almost like choir. Like you the choir director. They just going off your lead. Whatever song you play. I've you seen uh Kid Capri rock a crowd. Now Kid Capri is like obviously a legend, but like I seen him rock a crowd that you wouldn't like. You would think like Kid Capri is doing like uh, nothing but homecomings mm-hmm. and doing that type of vibe or whatever. But he goes everywhere with it. Does and like you said, controlling the crowd. Like, like uh, I remember that time you did a mix. And, uh, uh, was it Pac or Big? One of them. You know, they I think all it, got yeah. a million big, songs, and one. you ran through like about thirty songs in twenty minutes. Like that's what he did. Yeah. Like, he runs through songs so fast, yeah. like gives you a little taste, then goes on to the next. A little taste, and mm-hmm. then he comes back with them. It's it's like like you said, is is manipulating the crowd, yeah. taking them a place, then taking them a different place, then bringing them back. Like yo, it's an art form. For Definitely, real, I, I got to open up for kid. Uh, shout to Dave uh, Martin. He him and uh, I think they brought him to Hammerjacks, and I got to open up. And the there was a couple other. I think Meech had some going. Some of the older heads at Central had some going. There was a few different Central State homecoming parties to go to, so it wasn't totally as thick as they liked it to be. And I remember, I remember just sitting there like I was excited to get the opportunity just to open up for Kid. You know, Kid was one of the first people I YouTube on how to be a DJ and kind of looked up and researched. And I, I remember that place having about 150 in there. It was light. He came on and made everyone like front and center on the dance floor. No one was in the bar. No one was in their seats. It was just an intimate kick of pre-turn up, and he controlled them 150. I remember the bartender standing there with their arms crossed for, like, majority of the time he, he was on because no one was at the bar. Everyone was partying. Like it, was, it, was, it was amazing to see. It gave me ch- – I was sitting there. I was chill, but I was just – I was locked in on his greatness, and he's definitely one of the greats for sure, for sure. It was amazing. Tell you what sneakers you about to buy, bro? Oh, you already <laughs> know them. Talk. The retro ones, the uh, the court, the court purple. Bless you. Thank you. And I probably want to grab them forest ones too, the forest green ones. Yeah, man, I'm uh I'm calling all my connects, all my plugs, to try to make sure I secure both pair. I, yeah. I made a purchase yesterday, Uh-oh. fellas. You finally, yeah. finally hit 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 that man, hit that get? checkout button. Yeah, what? I hit that checkout button. Remember, I was telling you about my trip to NYC. Yeah, and I yeah. tried on a yeah. certain pair of shoes, and I didn't bite the bullet because they were eight fifty. The price mm. might come down over the summer. What size you wear, brother? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wear my size. <laughs> but I was able to cop the Yeezy Wave Runner for retail. Uh, okay, so I didn't have to pay resale. I copped it for retail, and not only. Did I cop a pair? 
but the wife copped her a pair. Ooh, nice. So uh, we about to be on the uh, reselling that extra pair to try to get my pair for free. <laughs> uh-huh. So uh, if you know anybody that knows somebody, yeah. or uh, be on the lookout on StockX, because I'm about to be selling the extra pair away, running Yeezys, because yeah. I need my money back. Y'all, y'all know I'm not the shoe man, but I did see a post about, I believe, don't correct, correct me if I'm wrong, some LeBron 16s. Yes. Nice. Them, yeah. For me to even remember that <laughs> tells me that them is nice. Like I them was, nice. I looked at those. I, and I think it was coming out like this fall or something. I was reading, yeah. but got them the little belt buckle. Yeah, on, them was cold. Them was yeah. super cold. I wouldn't mind copping a pair of those. Yeah, man. That's a uh, that's that's like one of the first times I really talked to Tay. Uh, right. I mean, I knew who he was. I mm. seen him around a little bit, but uh, it was uh at the Dayton Mall. Yeah. <laughs> it's lined up for some, 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 some James at Hibbets. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, is that Taylor's? Like, what's early good? Like, just early in the morning. We wrapped <laughs> up for an hour in line waiting <laughs> to get some damn sneakers, man. <laughs> so, uh, like, sneakers bring people together sometimes. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. They definitely do. You ever did a camp out for some sneakers? I think that was one of the last times I did camp yeah. out for some sneakers. I, I did I, at Devereaux's before, too. Oh. For them, uh, them 13s. Oh, them, uh, Flint. Yeah. Flint ones. When are those coming back? I, <laughs> I need them in my repertoire. Yeah, man. How many shoes do you have? I don't know. You do know. <laughs> I don't know. You do know. You just telling. don't want to say. <laughs> I'm not telling. I'm not telling. Way too many. Way too many. I only got two feet. I got way too many pair of sneakers. I got way too many boots. I got I got grown up people's shoes that I just buy. But like, all oh, them slick. I'll buy them. And I don't wear them. Yeah, <laughs> my homeboy. Uh, I got he, some Chelsea boots that I ain't broke out yet. I'm just out here living reckless. My barber, man. He, uh, we went to school together, and I went over and saw him after my gig Friday. And every time I see him, he'd be like, "I be forgetting you wear the same size. I gave my nephew like six pair. I'm like, let me get some nephew love right here. You know, I, you know, I, I need the shoes, but I don't have the. That's it's never been my like the last shoes I fell in love with with them was them Pippins with the air on it. I, th- I yeah. said that like a few pods ago. Them was the last shoes that I was like I want, and I'm gonna get. And like I bought them and was like for like five weeks I feel like I'm in the in crowd. You know I'm like walking around like yeah I got them. What's up? What's okay, up? Okay yeah. I see you. What's up? Yeah I'm getting that love. I'll never get that love. <laughs> getting but that finding love. a sneaker plug is like one of the hardest things in the world. Is it? Yes mm-hmm. because. You want it. You want a sneaker plug. You want to be able to get the shoe. Like for me, I got a plug, but they don't have everything. Mm. They get a. They get some good stuff, but they don't get everything. They're not getting the core purples, mm. and I need those core purples. <laughs> and uh, you know, I don't need no discount. I just need the shoe. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I'll pay retail, but that's all I'm willing to do, man. So I got a plug. Shouts out to the plug. I'm working on getting another plug that does have the core purples. So. You know, working in the business that I work in, you know, you got to take care of the plug yeah, when right. you get certain tickets to certain shows. Definitely. So you got to take care of the plug. So plug, if you're listening, I got something for you. If you yeah. can hold, <laughs> hold me down with these uh, these pine green joints that drop next week. <laughs> Tay in the Sorry. building. Man, so one, one, thing I, one more thing I wanted to ask you. I don't know how much time we got, we got but I wanted to ask you a question. When you are... Making a mix. Mm. What goes into the thought process of making a mix for Tay? I know for me I can give my my reply, but I want to hear your I want to hear what when you sitting there and you gotta make a you gotta make a you know four mixes or you gotta make two mixes or whatever. Like what goes in the process each time like when you making that? Like uh I was okay. 
I'll use an example like these four mixes that I just did. Yeah. I did like a process. Like the first mix, I wanted to do all new songs. Yeah. Probably you never heard of. Like some yeah. of them, most of them songs, they don't even play on the radio. Yeah. So that's what I did with that one. And then the second one, I try to do like songs that was probably like a year or two old. Mm-hmm. That was like probably top 10 or they had a number one album or something. I try to break it down like that. And then I did an old school mix. Yeah. With like some of the old uh, rap, uh, Outkast. Yes, sir. And then I try to, uh, the last one, I try to do like some old songs that you maybe forgot about. Like yeah. Old 2 chains or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just try to break it down, structure it down, make it a little easy on me. And I just, I just pick songs. I just, just randomly pick. Do you, do you take your emotions out of it as far as like, I fuck with this, I want this on here, or the people fuck with this and I don't? I want. I got. I gotta put this on. Man, it'd be kind of bold. Yeah, big crack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know that's where I was. First, first stop. No, I gotta put. Big <laughs> so make man, he he great. Tay, I'm playing it regardless. Tay is the person that made me know Facts. who Big Crit was. Facts. Like yeah. his music and keep up with him because Facts. Tay slammed that stuff down. You know great. the party's throat every time. You know it was it was when when he was coming out. I just remember who is this because that that. Southern flow, yeah, like mm-hmm. when I was in the military in Oklahoma and Texas, that whole vibe down there is kind of. It, it felt yeah. it reminded me of that, and I and I missed that, and I'm I'm like, who is this? And Taylor, oh, bro, you got to hear great, all this. I got emails for like whole projects. Tay sending me. I'm like, I'm gonna check it out too, and he made me a fan for sure. Right, he's for great, sure. man. He do his own beats and all that, man. So yeah, man, I, I like to do stuff like that. Just throw throw it on there, man. Mm-hmm. Make them like it. Yeah, you feel me. Take control of the situation. Mm-hmm. Feel it. Brothers. Yeah. That's going to do it for me. Right. That's all I got. Yeah. You got anything else, Killer? I don't. Anything you want to share with the people? Any uh, final thoughts? Any uh, thank yous? Any man, shout outs? Uh, shout out uh, DJ O'Peasy, man. Fact. Big brother. Fact. He, he's the reason. Father DJ O'Peasy. He's the reason that I'm DJing, man. Yeah. Love, baby, man. Fact. That's a fact. Shout out to Kev. Kev Nash, Killer Kev, Ay. my brothers. Ay. Shout out to the city. Yeah. Uh, Taste. Love my mom. Love you, mom. Kids. That's all I got. Yeah. DJ Tay, one more time on the social media, brother. Social media, DJ Tay 334. That's Instagram. Uh, my Snapchat is just DJ Tay without the 334. Hit me oh, up. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask you. That's what I wanted yeah, to ask yeah, you. Yeah, that, yeah. The one more thing, one more thing, because... As we know, Killer Kev has transitioned into the world of weddings, yeah, uh, Christmas parties, yeah, the others, yeah, the, the other, the, the other bag, money bags out the there, big the, other, bag. the other money other. bags out there. Now, brother Tay, I know you do. You you dabble. I've been dabbling. You you wedding. dabble in the world of the weddings. Yeah. You dabble, but you still club heavy. Yeah. When you when you gonna make that transition over Man. to the over to the dark side of the, <laughs> the wedding, like this, the suited and booted as uh what uh what OP call it uh wedding season. Yeah, wedding season. Wedding man. season. It's gradually changing, man. For real. <laughs> you're like you, I see the check. Yeah, <laughs> I'm about to be on these weddings heavy. So far, I done did three weddings this year. Bro. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I actually got one today. Actually. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm out in Pickwood at uh, three three o'clock today. So. Nice. Yeah, man. It's it's coming. <laughs> I like that money too. That's it's, a big bag, man. It's, yeah, it's a total the, difference. What's the biggest difference between DJing a wedding and DJing a club? I mean, it's I mean it's a uh, itinerary, so I mean, 
kind of structure, but it's easier. Yeah. It, it, it's not like a club. I mean, you, you got to play this certain time, and then, I mean, you got a little turn up at the end, but it's a little bit more easier for real. Yeah, and it, I think it helps when, you know, a wedding reception is, you know what I'm saying, these people are coming for sure to turn up. Right. Like a club, people go to the club just because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you go to a wedding, a, a reception, you looking to party. Yeah. Dudes is looking at the bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People is looking to have a good time. Definitely. You know, grandma out there when Michael Jackson come on, you know what I'm saying? The kids out there having a good time. It's got to be easier than uh, the club. You, you can tell early on how the night's going to be by how lit the wedding party is when they come in for the reception. Like, if the wedding party done party busted up and they, you know, drunk all <laughs> during dress up, drunk all during pictures, <laughs> like, right. like just ready to party. Like, can't wait till dinner's over, you know, type of thing. You could tell your, what your vibe going to be. Like, I done had some, I've had some mega weddings where, you know, we're talking 300 people and, you know, 200 of them is college friends that ain't party with you in five, six, seven years. Woo! So everybody's ready to uh, let's have this night to remember. And, like, when you have that type of chemistry and everything kind of the stars align, like Tay said, you can half-court shots you can't miss. You know, there's there's not a song you – if you're playing a hit and it happened in the last 20 years, it's probably going to work. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those – when when all the stars align, one of those vibes is it, – it's it's crazy to it's crazy to and I, I for me I love them because you know I can dig into that Motown and it's so many mm. so many songs that you know I can almost make dinner a story and I can make you know cocktail hour before dinner a story and I can make you know the first hour hour or two for me I try to make grandma party with grandson you know I try to make everybody have a Bruno good time Mars works every time every time yeah, <laughs> yeah all that. Every time. But once you have, you know, the line dances, kind of get everybody to feel like they had a taste of the party, and then I'll start quizzing them. Well, let's see if they the, – whoever whoever wins, wins. Like if the 90 crowds turn up with me, if the new stuff turned up with me, if the if the Diana Rosses and and, and uh, Parliaments turn up with me, you know, they win too. I'll I'll rock with them. And I just kind of tell stories, get everybody get a piece of the party. That's kind of how I, how I rock weddings, so – Dope. It's definitely a, it's a bag. It's a Dope. nice bag. One more thing before we get up out of here, man. Back to the club life. Y'all like working with hype men? He doesn't. Okay. <laughs> I can tell by the look on your face. We'll go to you, Tay. You like working with the hype men? Man, it depends on who it is. Yeah. Man. Like, I'm used to Kevin. Oh, man. That's who I started out with. Yeah. It's really, I ain't trying to step over your toe. It's, re- it's really about the the vibe, the camaraderie between the two not so much i'm want to be the host and control the night be more so than work with the dj you know like sometimes for me i build off of the energy of myself being able to say where the bad bitches at let's go you know that (laughs) that fuels me to, to get into it and when you're stepping over like we're both just screaming in the mic. Right. It's just, right. you know, then it's all, then I'll step back and let you, because you've been doing it, you like kind of let you do it. But when it's not that back and forth where you don't give me, a, like I ain't said nothing in 45 minutes, you could probably count on the fact that I'm done talking for the rest of the night because I'm not about to take 45 minutes off and then be like, all right, let's, you know, just come out of nowhere screaming again. Now, so who is Nate? Now, when you, like what Tay said, when when when, when me, old Tay, you know, we, we had nights where all three of us were spinning. All three of us had mic work. And it you you know the end of the night people was like did you spend the night I'm like yeah I was, 
Where was you? Like, oh, I was partying. People didn't even realize that we were switching yeah. out DJs, that you know any of that was happening. And that's because we care more about each other and the ultimate goal of this turn up more than like I was first. Oh, was second table was like who who rocked it better? Like that's not, that's never been a it's never been competition. It's been teamwork make the dream work type of deal, and 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 led to some amazing amazing right. nights. Right. Yeah, we had therapy, walls sweating. We've had <laughs> you name Boy. it, you name it. The list, balcony and floor, you know everything solid. So epic turnovers, yeah, man. man. No, I just I just I noticed like the hype man thing is a thing now. It is. Right. And, and like when when I like first started going to the club, whatever, the hype man was the DJ. It was yeah. it was the mm-hmm. DJ's responsibility. And then like uh just like slowly but surely now we got the DJ, the host, uh and then they got multiple hosts. And it was like, yeah, multiple DJs now too. Multiple man. DJs, <laughs> me multiple and, uh, hosts. Game me and O kinda s- quietly sometimes talk about that because we were Early on, we were one of the the first that I can remember. I don't Tag remember. Team, I don't remember again. too many yeah. uh, too many two DJ sets that was working. You know that was you know solidly you know working every every time. We uh we kind of took a hold of that, kind of fell in love with that groove because it allowed us to a we get to mingle for fifteen minutes or go yeah. say hi to so and so real quick. It's not not a thing for me to step back. I don't gotta worry about the party dropping. I ain't gotta worry about right. you know me me per se holding up holding up the the night. It's like right. I got somebody else that's more qualified or just as qualified and and can do it just as well. So both of us together will uh you Y'all ever to. uh partner with a whack DJ? No names, please. No names. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean And y'all had to carry the night because the other DJ wasn't up to par. I've yeah. had uh I've had a few nights if he's listening, he'll know this story, but I won't say his name. He, no names, uh, please. He, uh, we were preparing to to start the night, and uh, I think he went first, and he dropped a bunch of uh, what I call like the top five from like different eras. So it was, <laughs> and he knows what you're talking about. <laughs> it was right. and, and he knows the night you're talking about. It was like top five from '90s, and then the top five from like '05, and the top five from now, and it was just like going, 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 and I felt like. He was just like maybe shooting shots to see where they were, but he was like playing the quality, like the songs that you know I, I would think we was gonna scatter between the two of us. So you know he goes through his set, and I just come on like you know I just start talking shit. I didn't even play music. I'm like, well, we didn't heard all all the hits, so let's you know <laughs> like I just started talking shit. And uh, by the end of the night, he came up to me and was like, "Well, you did your thing," you know, and I felt like. Whether he was saying it as like you truly was rocking, or I think I think what, what what I grabbed from that was he felt like you know I I played all this and you still had it going, you passed like almost like he was testing <laughs> me because he been in the game longer than me and you know so maybe that was that but that night always stands out of my head because he ran through so many hits and then I had to like come come up with like you know songs that we forgot about or I'm, I'm digging in the crates to find <laughs> to find party songs and uh by the end of the night he came and uh kind of gave me that love and when you when you get that love from somebody whether it's a dj whether it's a patron whether it's a bartender whether it's security it that's the that's what keeps you coming back that's the that's the i passed this week you know i passed the test people 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 take the time to come say you was rocking you know, to me, that's the ultimate compliment. You know, they went out, went out your way to come chase me down. Somebody you don't know to be like, you did your thing, bro. I want to tell you, you did your thing. Like, so. That's what about you, Tay? 
I said you ever spar with a DJ? Uh, yeah, did yeah. you have to carry the knife for it? Yeah, I have. Man, I, I ain't gonna do no comment, man. No names, no nobody around the city. It was out some out of town to DJ. Mm-hmm. You know, they were just playing the new the new stuff, like you said, playing the new too early. So it's it really a process. With, it leaves you with nothing to play. Like you gotta, you, you gotta, gotta dig. You gotta either repeat or dig in a crate. Mm-hmm. I feel it. I feel it, man. Well, shoot, that's it, man. You can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev. We out. Peace.